All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri. Let's go ahead and get this show started. I feel like I'm like really close to the camera. Let's at least center it, right? Uh, um, so yeah, welcome to another episode. Uh, I'm recording this on 419th. It'll release on 420, man. And... Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, it's a great day. I already know what I'm going to do. It's probably the same thing I did 10 minutes ago. Uh, so, guys, remember how I said I started doing some jujitsu last week? <clears throat> well, I've kept going. Um, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I am addicted again. I, I went four times last week. I went twice today. Uh, I, I can't get enough. Um, the, the level of, I, I don't even have words for, for how exciting this has been for me. So I'm just going to share the journey of kind of how I started jujitsu and training for MMA. <clears throat> and, uh, it's going to be a little, there's, there's going to be some off-putting subjects, but I'm gonna, excuse me, I'm gonna coast through some of it. So, I went to Iraq, and uh, I, I know this this whole thing is about mental health and whatnot. And uh, so, when I went to Iraq, uh, long story short, and I'll explain that story on a different day, I was assaulted. Um, and then, you know, to take, uh, matters into my own hands, I was like, I'm going to learn how to, how to fight. Ultimately, this is 2009. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. 2009. Uh, so as soon as I got back from Iraq, I went through a whole bunch of, well, you guys have heard the trauma stories. Uh, if you haven't, please refer to uh, the podcast episodes prior. Uh, if you want to, Actually, episode nine is where I explain kind of how everything unraveled as I got out of the Navy. But, um, yeah, so I get back from Iraq. Uh, I moved to Virginia Beach uh, for my next duty station. <laughs> he said duty. And uh, I started uh, training. I joined a place called Hybrid, Hybrid Training Center. Uh, it was like down the street from, uh, Machado's, I believe, uh, they were always at every tournament we were at. And when I joined the gym, I started learning how to, how to control. I also started doing Muay Thai. I, I did everything, Muay Thai, MMA, combat, submission, wrestling, whatever the case was. Uh, I threw myself into just training how to fight. And the first thing you learn about fighting is that everything you thought you knew you didn't know like uh like i was i was at the mercy of basically everyone there i was like just showing up as a new person i, I only knew so much from one of my buddies shout out to g again uh actually he left a comment last episode that really Made me a little emotional, and uh, I appreciate that, G. Um, 
And so that's all I had lessons, like, like you know, little things like a triangle, guillotine, etc. <clears throat> but when I get there, I don't really know how to fully apply them or how to move my body. But eventually I threw myself at that and I, I became obsessed with it. Um, before I deployed next time, I decided I'm going to learn how to, uh, I'm, I'm going to do my first amateur fight. You know, I was like a four stripe white belt or some shit. <clears throat> I, I, I progress pretty fast because every time I do something and if I'm passionate about it, man, you can't get me out of there. Um, and I'm just, I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh shit. For a second there, I thought this wasn't recording. So I, uh, I go on a deployment a month later. I come back. It's a little short one. Uh, I start training again immediately. I start getting ready for, um, another tournament. Uh, I did pretty well, uh, like second place or some shit. I don't remember at the good fight, which is now closed rip. And, uh, I went on another deployment and that was going to be like a, a nine month deployment, but, it, um, shit happened. Go to episode nine. If you want to hear the rest came home early and I started training night and day cause I had nothing to do. Um, I was basically just like a janitor for the Navy for the last month I was in there and they, uh, they said, thanks for your service. And, uh, that was it. So I had nothing to do, but train, train, train. And just, that was kind of how I was surviving and keeping my mental game on point, uh, and just kind of ignoring the rest of my life, which was not the case. I should not have done that, which is why it took me like another 10 years to basically come back. Uh, so I started training. I went and did American Nationals uh, in California, uh, IBJJF or something. Um, my first big, big tournament, uh, I did it as a white belt. Um, super hyped. I actually drove from Virginia all the way to California. I trained at Salo's uh, gym there in uh, San Diego, and it was it was awesome. Like, I could not believe the level of talent, not only at that gym, but just that was in San Diego, really. <clears throat> Met some really cool people, uh, a bunch of blue belts who are now black belts and uh, Liera Jr., a bunch of, bunch of, like, standout individuals. I met uh, 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 Dante. What's his last name? Fuck, I can't remember, but he was like a purple belt at the time. And he was ridiculous. Everyone who's listening is like, you, I may not understand. I'm sorry I'm talking about jujitsu this whole time. Uh, but I went, competed as a white belt, <clears throat> and uh, I won my first round. It was like seven, seven zero points or something like that, nothing crazy. Uh, and then the second round, I got caught to a flying triangle. I've gotten caught on, with by a flying triangle twice in competition now, and uh, so that was it was fine. It went great. The next day, I went over to uh, the Salo Hibero Academy uh, because my coach asked me to, and it was kind of like a really cool ceremony. Like I've never seen like a belt ceremony like that. Um, I didn't know it was a belt ceremony. I thought it was just going to be like a Salo se- seminar or something. Uh, all the black belts were there. I believe even Lovato Jr. was there, but my memory is so crap now. But anyways, I saw uh, one of our brown belts get uh, 
get his black and that was pretty incredible um and then at the end like they had people sparring like basically everyone that was about to go to their next belt uh, uh salo called them out and you know we had this big square it felt like fight club or something and we were just watching them grapple and the level of uh competition and the way we felt during those moments of tr- of, of rolling with someone else <clears throat> man that was intense it was more intense than the tournament that we just did because well Salo's watching you know and uh you know we got a lot of respect for him and, and all black belts really but uh you know <clears throat> So, uh, if you guys don't know, Salo is like a, he's a big deal. And, uh, everyone started getting their belts and stuff. It was a big deal. And then he called me up and I just like, if you like, I had to pretend like it wasn't a big deal cause it's always been my persona, but man, did I have a tough time containing my, uh, my happiness and, uh, the <clears throat> just, it was just incredible. And uh, just to get it from him, a la also my, 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 my black belt, Scott Oates, it was great. And then I got to drive home from California to, uh, actually, no, I flew back. Something happened, and I flew back, and someone I was with uh, drove all the way back by themselves. Rip. And uh, <clears throat> it, was, um, it was great. And I did that for about three more months, and training was it's like as soon as you get like your next belt it's like there's a target on your back etc you feel like you will want to just it almost feels like i'm not worthy of the blue belt so i would train extra hard and and start learning do more time and then i moved from floor or from virginia beach to florida and that's when i stopped training i i uh didn't train from 2012 all the way until last week, basically. And uh, it's like I forgot. Like, I was so down about my life for nine, ten years there that I forgot. Now that I got my shit together, it's like little things. Like, hey, you used to be passionate about playing the guitar and singing for, for people. You're, you're Like, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at it, despite how many times I've cleared my throat <clears throat> on this podcast. <laughs> Um, and you used to train two, three hours a day jujitsu every day, nonstop. Uh, not only that, you used to CrossFit. You used to, I, I, I used to do so much. I, I wanted to be literally when I got out of the military, I was like, I'm going to do everything I can to become a professional mixed martial, mixed martial artist. And that sounds so insane because I don't talk about it. And I, I went nine years just kind of enjoying watching the USC, seeing jujitsu videos here and there. And now that I'm practicing it, I can't explain how incredible it is to revisit the old passion, the old flame. And last week I felt horrific doing it, but I would drive home just so excited to be a part of it again and you know you get to meet new people i have i have a relatively likable personality and i was sitting there it's nice talking to other people and i was like holy shit i'm socializing i'm out of the house i did it 
Um, there's this 14 year old kid there that's named Marco. And uh, we were doing like a drill the first time last week. And he, uh, I'm in his, it's called a De La Hiva guard. And it feels, well, at first I was like, this is my first moment where I'm rolling again. And it, it felt, well, I'm thinking, you know, he's 14. And then uh, I try and like get out of it, position myself, try and pass. It basically win the round. And it doesn't work. Nothing I'm doing works. And I'm starting to think, you know, because we all have egos. And I know you should check it, leave it at the door. But I'm like, all right, so I'm three times. I'm not three times this guy's age, but I'm over twice this guy's age. And he's crushing me. He's just doing everything right. And then he wins the round. And then I go back to the wall, and there's kind of like a like a draft situation. Uh, and then you go out and roll again, like towards the end of the training. And in my head, I'm thinking that I, either I forgot everything possible about jujitsu, and, and I really have forgot a lot. But I, I, I was just in my head like, wow, this kid's, this kid's good. And uh, props to him. Um, I checked out his Instagram. Yeah, it was that's how big he. That's how much he was in my head. I checked his Instagram out, and he's like a phenom, like just a straight phenom, like 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 a fourteen year old Kobe Bryant in jujitsu or something. I I don't know. And uh, he's a great kid. He's, he seems real cool. Um, I got to train with him again today, and uh, it, it's incredible how much I actually learned from the way he moves in jujitsu. Um, like, I don't know. I always feel like I, I, I want him to know that I respect his game and, uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful for those lessons. Same with all the, I got to roll with all the upper belts today and that was pretty fun. It's always great to see how fucking useless we are. <laughs> um, and how much, how little I know. And, uh, they, they, they're very gentle, even though they can murder you in three seconds. And they, it, it was just fantastic. I, I, I can't explain the, the, love, the high I'm feeling right now, and it's not because of marijuana. It's just that I'm feeling excited again to be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I bought a membership. It's official. I'm going. My son's going. My wife's going to the first class tomorrow um, to, like, white belt uh, essentials. And I can't wait to do a class with her and just be there and see it all. Because um, I would never, ever in my life expect my wife to <laughs> to want to do this. And uh, she's just, she sees how excited I am. And uh, she, she wants a piece of the pie. So it's pretty exciting. Um, I'm hoping she really digs it. And uh, if she goes once a week, twice a week or whatever, uh, that would be awesome. Um, just, I don't know. It's been great. Uh, and I wanted to just share that little journey and, uh, the last week and this week I've been working hard, just getting back into jujitsu shape. Um, it doesn't matter how much I work out. It's a different type of exhaustion when you're rolling. And, uh, I got to hang out with some family recently that went wonderful. Like I, I'm kind of always scared to put myself out there and, and see people and chit chat. I don't socialize very often. Um, 
and I just had a great time. I appreciate them very much. And uh, my son had a great time. My wife was like, hey, when are we going over there? And I'm like, they just left. Give, give it a week. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I can't explain how how thoroughly happy. Thoroughly. I feel happy. I always say I don't know what that is, but right now I feel elated to be like I'm excited. Like I want the next day to come. I want the next training session. I I want to just wake up, get the house clean, get everything ready, so I can just leave to go train and come back, take a shower, spend time with my wife and kid. I don't know. Uh, I've got that jujitsu juice I'm drinking, I guess. Uh, but I can't explain the level of self confidence I feel. Just it's been nice, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. We're up to 39 countries listening right now. I got to tell you, I appreciate it. I went down the list. I can't figure out what country's new because it doesn't show up as like the new country. It just kind of throws it in there. And uh, I couldn't figure out by memory which one it would be. So I'm sorry if I figure it out soon. Last time it was Sweden and before that it was like Isle of Man and Morocco. <clears throat> but I appreciate everyone tuning in. I don't know if you guys listen to this on uh, the YouTube, but uh, it is the least visited. Not saying you have to listen. A lot of people just like audio when they're listening and like at work or traveling or driving, whatever the case may be. But I appreciate y'all um, tuning in. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It really helps out. That's probably the most useful engagement tool that you guys could just give back for me. Like that would just be incredible. I don't ask for anything. This isn't really monetized. But I appreciate any review. I, I my my wife just left one the other day. I was like, baby, you haven't. What, what what's going on you don't like me and she's like well i wanted to make sure you were gonna stay doing it and i was like all right that's that's fair um <clears throat> i got some ideas for uh, uh a uh, coffee mug everyone loves coffee mugs and uh a t-shirt and hopefully i'll reveal that by what's the date yeah it's summertime i wanted to start bringing it out around episode 50 and around episode 40, I'm going to start a Patreon uh, for a- extra episodes and kind of little different things. I'm just going to start recording random things for everyone, if you, like for suggestions, reaction videos, whatever the case may be. Uh, maybe some jujitsu garbage that you guys could see. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in another episode of Life Almost Without Me. Hit the subscribe button, the like button. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, etc. It truly helps me, and it just it's the only way to give back right now to the podcast. Uh, if you haven't gone to do something new, man, go check out a, a, a accredited jujitsu gym. Uh, it feels great. You usually have like a free trial, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you love it, trust me, it, it's it's something special to just feel like you can walk to your car and uh not be a victim of something and uh i don't say that lightly because i've been a victim of some things and uh i don't you know i've always had issues with that because as a man you always feel like it can't happen to you or something and uh that's always kind of in my mindset so uh it's good to feel the way i'm feeling right now 
yeah, but thank you for joining another episode, and I will see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.